Hello, how to buy a homies. Don't believe all the negative headlines when it comes to the 2022 housing market. Let me be the only 52-year-old to tell you that's cap. It's still a hot market. Still home prices going up. Still massive demand. But what about the coming recession that everyone's talking about? How is that recession going to affect housing? The logical answer for this would be home buyers to just back up and say, well, I'm going to wait and see. It's time to discuss the recession and how it should affect your buying plan. Let's go. Hey, homies, what's up? Time to talk about the recession. Very exciting. Everyone out there has an opinion on the recession. So I'm going to do my best to just spit the real facts like I always do and let you make your own informed opinion. I seriously have no time for small talk. I've been in super geek mode, absolutely hunkered down in the nerd cave, doing tons of research for the last episode on inflation. And the recession episode gets so heavy, I'm actually going to break it up into two parts. So let's get started. What is a recession? Well, a recession occurs when there is less trade and economic growth. Neat, Dave. What the hell does that mean? All right, let me keep going. One standard defining factor of a recession is that we have a declining GDP. That's the gross domestic product for two straight quarters. If you are straight up brand new to all this, we break the year into fiscal quarters. Get it? Every three months. So two quarters of the GDP dropping, that means that technically we're in a recession. Now, we've already had that happen in 2022, so bam, that must mean that we're in a recession. Hold up, we're gonna get to the analysis in a minute because everyone's trying to figure out, you know, are we in a recession or aren't we? This is a very Ross and Rachel moment. I'm serious, the economists are all out there arguing, are we on a break or not? So very, very different theories about that hookup with the cutie from the copy shop. Nerds! Okay, first let's figure out what the hell a recession is and then we're going to figure out if we're actually in one or if the forecasts of a coming recession are on point so first up stop tripping recessions happen you've been living in the biggest boom in history listen to episode 122 for my fantasy land truth bomb that i dropped about this crazy economy we've been having for the last 10 years cycles They usually happen naturally in global markets. And in fact, this cycle should have cycled already. We are seriously way past due. Shout out to all my OG homies that heard me talk about a coming recession in 2019. Yeah, way back in episode 29, I told you guys we are due. But hey, things kept rolling along. So it's time to make sure that you understand and realize that a normal, standard, regular Economy is one that is cyclical. It goes up and down. There are peaks and valleys, expansions and contractions, highs and lows. There are dank times and weak sauce economies. Yes, that last one was just for me. Bull and bear markets usually happen in three to five year cycles, up and down. Remember, a bull cycle is up because a bull jabs up with their horns. And a bear cycle is down because bears strike down with their claws. That'll help you always remember. Bulls up, bears down. So we have been in that up cycle, that bull market for a decade. And being in a bull market for over a decade, that is not normal. This is way too long. So 
<laughs> let's talk about recession because it's coming sometime. And again, before we get there, I'm going to do a part two to my rant to the millennials who are freaked out about all the problems they're having in the economy. So part two coming right now. So, hey, all the millennials on TikTok that are freaking out about how they've lived through such crazy economic times, you'd best listen to the last episode in 122 where I dropped the truth bomb on you. If you listen closely and you understand the historical facts, you would be embarrassed by your recency bias. Embarrassed. If you started making money in 2012, okay, or any time since then, you have only known an up economy. Now, I don't tell you this because I want to embarrass you for you being pissed off about all these terrible recessions that you've known about in your lifetime. I tell you this out of love. We've got another one coming, so let's be ready instead of angry. I want to help you win with the hand that we are all about to be dealt. I'm telling you this out of compassion and empathy. Drop the rage, release the anger, and put all that energy into education and preparation so that you can get the best in whatever we're all going to be handed. So let's figure it out together. Are we in a recession now? You don't know you're in a recession until you're past it. Awesome. Typically, they don't officially report that you're in a recession until a year after it's passed. So that's why we're saying that this one, it's coming, but it might actually just barely be here in the summer of 2022. So more on that Ross and Rachel debate of are we or aren't we in a little bit. Let's talk about some real economic history. This data is crucial. And this is how all the ballers made their money in the past. See, seeing what happened in the past and then using that data to work in the present for the predictable future. Write that down. Make it a bumper sticker. So there are a lot of people that are freaking out right now because they've got some recency bias because they've either been adulting or pre-adulting, and they remember that last fatty recession. I mean, it was the second worst we ever had in 2008, only behind the Great Depression. So let's dive into the history. Okay, This is how you're going to succeed in anything. Understand and know your history. Hitler was defeated because he didn't study Napoleon. If you don't understand that, Google it. Or you can watch The Battle of Wits and Princess Bride because Vicini mentions it too. The first rule, never have a land war in Asia. So according to the National Bureau of Economic Research, there have been 19 recessions in the United States, with seven of them from 1854 to 1945. Now, I know what you're wondering. What the hell do those have to do with anything right now? Well, there was an industrial revolution in there somewhere, and we're kind of going through what has been another technological slash industrial revolution over the last 25 years. But I digress. We won't use those seven from 1854 to 1945. Those recessions were in a slower moving economy and a slower moving society. And of course, it was pre the tech boom by 50 or 200 years. So those recessions lasted an average of 21 months. So 21 months on those old ones, but since 1945, up to the last one we had in 2008, we've had 12. So that means that they're actually happening a lot quicker, because from 1945 to 2008, we had 12. But they also end quicker, and that's because of this new, larger-sized economy, the amount of money that we have in the system, and of course, the technologies involved, and the new speed of the society. So since 1945, recessions only last 11 months. So if things are working the way they usually do, the regular pattern is three to three and a half years of growth followed by 11 months of recession. That's the correct formula to keep the pot from boiling over. So you wanna know what's going down? Let's talk about the last four recessions. We had one 
1990-1991. It was about eight months long. That was a recession that happened during the Gulf War oil price increase. And then we had the dot-com recession. It was uh, in the late 90s to about 2001. That was the internet and the tech stuff being so overvalued because everyone got so excited about it. And then boom, everything fell apart. But here's the deal, Leo. It was followed by seven good years of growth. Then we had the one you all remember, the Great Recession, that was 2008, technically December 2007 to June 2009, and we bounced back completely by around 2012, 2013, and it went straight up from 2012-13 till we hit COVID in 2020, and then we had a little blip, and then we kept going. But that's actually our fourth recession. In 2020, we actually had a recession. None of us gave a damn about it because we were just trying to stay alive because it was called the COVID recession. Now that was fixed by the government printing money and that created inflation. Listen to episode 122 if you want to know everything about inflation. So since 1948, every period of back-to-back -back quarters of negative growth has coincided with the recession. We've done the history and understood what happens when the recessions come to us. So now we've got to figure out if we're actually in one or not. Well, on July 28th, we had a brutal gross domestic product, the GDP report, and it showed that the economy had contracted for a second quarter in a row, which led lots of people to insist that the much feared recession was already here. But the recession is already here argument. It's actually been undermined since that GDP report came out. There are so many other factors happening right now in 2022 that are making a lot of people think that it's not here or not here yet. Yeah, the economy is cooling off for sure. But like housing, it had to cool off, but it had to cool off because it was freaking white sun hot in 2021. And actually, even in 2020 post-pandemic, things have just been crazy. But for now, it does not appear to be suffering the kind of downfall that would actually qualify as a recession, even though we've got the GDP numbers that are going down. So let's discuss some of the indicators that are making this whole Ross and Rachel aren't we thing really difficult to figure out. So yeah, we've got inflation and yeah, we've got the GDP numbers, but the economy added more than half a million jobs in July alone. The unemployment rate dropped to three and a half percent. That's the lowest level since 1969. Now, inflation's been going up, this we know, but it actually chilled out in July for both the consumers and the producers. Now, you want more information on inflation? Go back to 122. Gas prices suck. I get it. But they've gone down below four bucks for the first time since March. Consumer sentiment is something that a lot of the economists look at, and we were at an all-time low, but it's starting to bounce back. In other words, people are becoming a little bit more confident in the overall economy. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why does that matter? Well, I could do an entire podcast on how the stock market and in some ways the housing market is actually totally based on emotions and zero to do with actual facts and figures. And finally, of course, speaking of that stock market, that stupid thing just keeps going up and up and up. I do not understand it. Yeah, we've had some dips, but, you know, recently we had the longest weekly winning streak since November and we're going on like 12, 13 years. It's ridiculous. So let's hear from some of the pros. Mark Zandi, the chief economist at Moody's Analytics, he has grown more confident that the U.S. economic recovery is actually intact. Mark says, quote, this is not a recession. It's not even in the same universe as a recession. It's just patently wrong to say so, unquote. Wow, Zandi's got an opinion there. Zandi said the only thing signaling the ongoing recession is those back-to-back -back quarters of the negative GDP. But he predicted that the GDP declines will eventually get revised anyway. And there are early indicators that the GDP will turn positive 
this upcoming quarter. But hey, don't get all yippy skippy about it. None of this means the economy is totally healthy. It isn't. Inflation remains way too high, and that's an easy one that we all feel every single day in our pocketbook. Pocketbook? Who the hell still uses a pocketbook? In our bank account. And there are several other super nerd and <laughs> facts and figures indicators that are out there. One of my favorites is that we have an inverted yield curve. Those of you hardcore how to buy homies have heard me talk about the inverted yield curve, and I'm pretty sure you don't even give a darn and completely forgot what the hell it means. What it is, is economists look at bonds, and they're going to look at four months to 30-year U.S. government bonds. Now, the yield should be higher on the longer-term bonds. You know, you're going to make more money putting your money into something that's got more time to grow. Well, when shorter-term bonds have higher yields, bigger payouts than the longer-term bonds, that's an indicator that Wall Street kind of sees that maybe down the line, this investment's not going to be a little tougher to pay out on. So that means they see short-term better than long-term because we're going to hit a bump in the road coming up. So yeah, it's possible that if the economy stumbles a little bit more in the next coming months, that the economists of the National Bureau of Economic Research, that's the official arbiter of the recessions, that they will declare that a recession began already, maybe in early 2022. But for now, it's way too early to say that that was the case. So I'm sorry, Ross. I'm sorry, Rachel. No one knows if you're on a break. Each recession is different, but if we are currently in a recession, it's likely to be caused by the declines in business spending investments, and perhaps trade flows. The U.S. consumer right now is holding up okay, but if the businesses start cutting back on their expenditures, that could be enough to shrink the economic activity. There's no way to figure out how big or small the next recession is going to be, but we had that huge one back in 2008 that was only beat by the large Great Depression we had in the 1930s. And then whether we liked it or not, we did have that little press release that happened with the COVID recession. So let's figure out where this might be going. One of the things is we might already be in this recession. I mean, we've definitely felt a difference with inflation happening, and it's definitely slowed some markets. Remember what I said early, typically they're not going to report the recession until it's a year past. So who knows? Maybe we're recessing right now. Do you feel like you're recessing? I don't know. One thing we do know is weird stuff is going to happen, just like weird stuff happening in Hawkins. You can't stop it. You just got to grab your Kate Bush and get ready to fight. Look, there's a lot of differing opinions on the recession. All we need to know is it's potentially coming, so maybe we should just be careful. Because a lot of these opinions you're hearing out there, they're not necessarily tailored to help you. They're not being brought to you by ethical people who want you to know the best things for you. They're being tailored around Wall Street or politics or businesses. Actually, the more I think about it, most of the things you hear about the recession are agenda-driven by somebody else. We're in a new media world driven by ratings and, unfortunately, a lot of agendas. So most of the opinions that you hear are going to be exaggerated headlines to sway your opinion either at the polls or with your dollars. And if we're talking about opinions, Napoleon Hill said one of my favorite things about opinions. He said they're the cheapest economies on earth. Everyone has a flock of opinions ready to be wished upon anyone who will accept them. If you're influenced by an opinion, when you reach your decisions, you're not going to succeed in any undertaking. Thank you, Napoleon Hill. So yeah, both sides of Wall Street and the government and the politicians, they're going to argue whatever side benefits them. 
most of the people giving the opinions are either typewriter trolls screaming like Chicken Little because they have nothing better to do than to offer you some sort of scared life, or even worse, they are these people I'm telling you about who have the agenda and are trying to push their product or their ideology on you. I don't tell you all this today because I want to increase my bottom line and I want you to follow the cult of David. Not even close. I started this whole first time homebuyer education series because I saw a woeful lack of good information for you. And in today's world, I'm seeing you get hit with so many soundbite opinions, so many social media posts that are supposedly protecting you when actually they're either selling you something or pushing that agenda. I see the extreme lack of information or I see that flat out wrong, unresearched and unsubstantiated information and straight up, it pisses me off. It makes me upset that you're not hearing the truth. I am not in the predicting game. I am in the how to buy a home game and it's time you get the real truth about how to do this now. Sorry, gang, love you, but we missed the bargain basement days. And now you have to prepare to have a steady, possibly unsexy plan that fights these rising rents and sitting on the sidelines is not the answer. Nobody knows, nobody can predict. All we can do is look at the indicators and make educated guesses. And if you prepare for a downturn of any kind, if you're playing the long game with your finances, well then the worst outcome you have by preparing for the worst is that you've worked a plan and created some savings to give yourself more stability. And if the recession ends up being less than we thought it was, cool, you've got extra money. What's wrong with that? My business guru said that a recession is a terrible thing to waste. Now, he's a man of high integrity. He's actually a real big believer in work-life balance. And he wants you to focus equally on much as your personal life as you do as your business life. His philosophy has become that a great businessman is an important thing to become to fuel your personal life. Now, he's been doing this a long time and he's not wrong. He said a recession's coming, period. End of story, and he's not the only one. Where he differs in his opinion is that he thinks that this one's not gonna be the end of the world. Not a crash, but a normal economic pressure release. Pressure release, that's necessary in our economic cycles. Remember, we always go in cycles. So the best thing we can do is to anticipate and use this time to prepare right now. And now, straight up, we probably have another one coming. But many believe that it's gonna have little impact on the housing market this time around. Yes, gang, I've said it before, I'll say it again, this is not 2008. That was a crazy depression, actually brought on by the housing market. That was a 50-year phenomenon. There were unprecedented events unfolding. We had banks actually folding. We had foreclosures as a crazy academic. Unemployment was at all-time highs. We had some bad government policy, some Wall Street greed, some predatory lending, but here's the thing, you can't just blame the government for what happened the last time. Wall Street and the lenders, yes, they were a huge part of the crash in 2008, but we also have to blame the consumers for using their homes as an ATM, creating a foreclosure crisis that was so bad that it actually infected the people who did the right things with their home purchase. And it actually made the people who were doing it right get their homes turned upside down. So what do we do? We get a government bailout on Wall Street and the banks so we can try to get back to normal. So here's where I'm gonna sound like an old man again. Drink, this is a needed recession. So let's not freak out about it, let's just get ready for it. This is a release in the pressure cooker that's boiling way too hot right now. 
I said in 2019 we should have a recession coming. So do I think one's still coming now? Yes, I do. The only difference is a lot of people way smarter than me are saying there are indicators saying it's coming. As I mentioned in this last episode, the last 10 years have been an economic fantasy world, a fairyland with things only going up and up and up and up and up in value. This will more likely be that pressure cooker. Just some steam blowing off. The best way to keep an economy with rising ups and downs and not gigantic peaks and valleys. This needed pullback pressure release of a recession is coming. The indicators are there with the GDP numbers, the stock market corrections and inflation. This is going to be more in line with the historical recessions that we usually have a mild one compared to the global meltdown that we had in 2008 and 2009. And Here's the thing. Remember, that global meltdown in 2008 and 2009, we had fully recovered by 2013 with things on the uptick starting in 2012. Yes, we had all come out of it, including home values, which fully recovered by 2013 from that pit of despair. Princess Bride, top five movies of all time. And the pit of despair, just one of many. And the pit of despair, classic line. We've got unique circumstances today that separate this from the recessions that go all the way back to the 1800s. We've got funky analytics, means that it's still technically going to be a recession, but it's going to be a weird one, likely leaning on the more mild side of things. And we've got the usual indicators, but we've got all these weird differences in this current economy. There's so much cash in the system right now, so there are more options for people when things slow down. We've got the highest inflation in 40 years, and that's going to be here for a while, but the way to stop inflation is to keep raising the Fed rate. But here's the thing with raising the Fed rate, they only have so far to go because if they keep it up, then that's probably going to take housing mortgage rates way too high and they don't want to do that. So they're going to have to eat a bit of the inflation woes if the Fed rate doesn't stop inflation. So that probably means we're going to have a recession coming. One of the other things we have that's going to make this probably a milder recession, but still a recession, is that the housing inventory is still so wickedly low. For the past 15 years, since the global cluster mass meltdown that we had, we've had underbuilt the number of homes needed to build every single year, every single year, and we have never caught up to the necessary level. That's going to create an unusual balance in the supply and demand for the necessary consumer need. Now, that's one of the big three where the demand is way higher than the supply. You got your food, your shelter, and your clothing. One of the big three. So supply and demand's out of whack as it has been for 15 years. There have been all kinds of other things that have attributed to this. Like there's a whole bunch of what they call not in my backyard zoning laws. That's where people are not letting new places be built because they don't want them in their fancy neighborhood. The state of California has actually had so many problems with laws and registrations and permits that they've built less homes in the last 12 months than the entire city of Dallas. Our whole huge state has built less than the city of Dallas. So it's not as easy to build a home these days, and the inventory is way low. And if you think that, oh, the economy is going to change and things are going to get... No, it's a slow change. The economy has been thriving for the last two years and the builders still haven't started to catch up one of the other factors that's going to make this an interesting recession rents we're not the only ones that think that rents are jaw-dropping ridiculous if you're listening to this in your ear holes you can't see a chart so imagine a chart it goes up really high it's crazy rents are stupid mortgage interest rates they have also escalated from 
Like that insane low, low, low 2.7, 2.8 to about five and a half right now. So the market weathered that storm without a crash. So what does that tell us? Does that tell us that a recession's coming or does that tell us that we actually have a strong market, strong enough to withstand almost a complete two point increase in mortgage rates, which is huge. Another thing about recessions is they're often defined by unemployment. So how is this potentially totally different? Well, we've got a unique job market at this time, 11 and a half million job openings and only 6 million people are looking for work. The Great Resignation, that was a weird time at 47 million people changed jobs in the last two years. 80% of the millennials surveyed said that the change that they had was not what they thought it was going to be. So maybe as things tighten up, they're going to jump back to their stable jobs and not stress about the fact about their work-life balance anymore because the other work-life balance didn't have enough work and didn't have enough paycheck. Bummer. I wish better for everybody, but not everyone can become an entrepreneur and make it work for them. And finally, the factors we talk about with the recession to figure out whether one's coming or not is housing. This is not going to be the global housing meltdown that we saw in 2008. Don't let recovery bias cloud your judgment. Housing is not going on sale. For more details on that, make sure you go back and listen to episode 117. Everything you need to know is in that one. And there's more in episodes 112, 108, and 106. In fact, no matter where you are in your home planning journey, you can find all the info at howtobuyahome.com. From early planning, or you can be working on your credit or your savings, hacks and tips to use the internet to shop for a home, or using your 401k to help with the down payment, or even helping you find the right lender or the right realtor. That's what we do here at howtobuyahome.com. Jump on there and hit Ask David with your specific question. Follow How to Buy a Home on TikTok. That's me. I dance. Not a lot. Don't worry. Also, David Sidoni on Instagram. And keep researching and read the past. Understand the history. And make sure that you can filter through the fear-based bias of all the economic news that you see coming your way. Now, I'm not going to leave you hanging and just drop the bomb on you and tell you there's a recession coming without giving you a whole bunch of tips and some things that you can do to help protect yourself. So that's going to be the next episode because I have rambled so much economic nerd stuff. You probably want to punch me in the face. I get it. I understand. I have an alternative to that violence. While you're waiting for the next one to drop, where I give you all the tips on what to do with the coming recession, spread the word of this podcast for me, please. <laughs> How's that for a sweet segue? Will you please, please share, rate, review, and share the podcast with your friends. The more information that you and your friends and family have, well, then the less fear and anxiety that you, your friends and family are going to have in your life. And we could all use a little less anxiety, right? Don't worry. The recession's coming. But if you know about it, you can plan for it. And it's not inconceivable. You can do this.